book two chapter six of a family of noblemen by mikhail saltikov shedrin translated by avram yarmolinsky eighteen ninety to nineteen seventy five this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by expatriate in bangor maine book two as becomes good kinsfolk chapter six while porfiry vladimirych was holding forth in the entresol grandmother arina petrovna had gathered the young folks around her downstairs and was talking to them not without the hope of getting something out of them well how are you she asked turning to her eldest grandson petenka i'm pretty well granny next month i'll graduate as an officer really how many years have you been promising that are the examinations so hard or what at the last examination granny he failed in his catechism the priest asked him what is god and he answered god is spirit is spirit and holy spirit oh you poor thing how is that look at those little orphans i'm sure even they know that why certainly god is invisible spirit anninka hurried to show off her knowledge whom none ever beheld lubinka put in omniscient most gracious omnipotent omnipresent anninka continued whither can i go from thy spirit and whither can i flee from thy face should i rise to heaven there wouldst thou be should i descend to hell there wouldst thou be i wish you would have answered like that you would have epaulettes by this time and how about you volodya what are you going to do volodya flushed and remained silent apparently you go no further than your brother with his spirit holy spirit ah oh, children children you seem to be so bright and yet somehow you can't master your studies at all i might understand if you had a father who spoiled you tell me how does he treat you now still the same old way granny does he beat you didn't i hear he stopped thrashing you a little bit but the worst is he pesters us to death i must say i don't understand how can a father pester his children he does though grandma awfully we can't go out without permission we can't take a thing it couldn't be worse well then ask permission your tongue wouldn't fall out in the effort i imagine impossible you just begin to talk to him then he doesn't let go of you don't hurry and wait a while gently gently take it easy really granny his talk is too tiresome for words granny he listens to us on the sly behind our doors just the other day pyotr caught him in the act oh you rogues well what did he say nothing i said to him it won't do daddy for you to eavesdrop at our doors some day you may get your nose squashed and all he said was well it's nothing it's nothing i my child am like a thief in the night as it says in the bible the other day granny he picked up an apple in the orchard and put it away in a cupboard i ate it up so he hunted and hunted for it and cross-examined everybody what do you mean has he become a miser no he's not exactly stingy but how shall i put it he's just swamped head over heels in little things he hides slips of paper and he hunts for wind-fallen fruit every morning he says mass in his study and later he gives each of us a little piece of holy wafer stale as stale can be but once we played a trick on him we discovered where he keeps the wafers made a cut in the bottom of them took out the pulp and stuck butter in well i must say you are regular cutthroats my just imagine his surprise next day wafers with butter i suppose you got it good and hard afterwards 
no not a bit but he kept spitting all day and muttering to himself the rascals of course we made believe he didn't mean us let me tell you granny he is afraid of you of me i'm not a scarecrow to frighten him i'm sure he's scared of you he thinks you'll put a curse on him he's desperately afraid of curses arina petrovna became lost in thought at first the idea passed through her mind what if i really should put a curse on him just take and curse him but the thought was instantly replaced by a more pressing question what is yudushka doing now what tricks is he playing upstairs he must be up to one of his usual tricks finally a happy idea struck her Belodja, she said you dear heart are light on your feet why shouldn't you go softly and listen to what's going on up there oh, gladly granny Belodja tiptoed toward the doors and disappeared through them what made you come over to us today arina petrovna continued with her questioning we meant to come a long time ago grandma but today ulita sent a messenger to say the doctor had been here and uncle was going to die if not today then surely tomorrow tell me is there any talk among you about the heritage we keep talking about it the whole day granny papa tells us how it used to be before grandpa's time he even remembers goryushkino granny see now he says if auntie varvara mikhailovna had no children then goryushkino wouldn't be ours and god knows he says who the children's father is but let us not judge others we see a mote in the eye of our neighbor but fail to notice a beam in our own that's how the world goes brother nonsense nonsense auntie was married was she not even if there had been anything before that the marriage made it all straight that's true grandma and each time we go past goryushkino he brings up the same old tale grandma natalia vladimirovna he says brought goryushkino as a dowry by all rights it should have stayed in the family but your deceased grandfather gave it to sister as a dot and what wonderful watermelons he says used to grow at goryushkino twenty pounds each that's the kind of watermelons that grew there twenty pounds bosh i never heard of such melons well and what are his intentions about dubrovino in the same line granny watermelons and muskmelons and other trifles but of late he has constantly been asking us what do you think children has uncle pavel much money he has had it all figured out for a long time grandma the amount of redemption loan and when the property was mortgaged and how much debt is paid off we even saw the paper on which he made the calculations and guess what granny we stole it we nearly drove him crazy with that slip of paper he'd put it in a drawer and we'd match the key and stick it into a holy wafer once he went to take a bath when lo and behold he saw the paper lying on the bath shelf oh, you've a gay life up there volodenka returned and became the centre of general attention i couldn't hear a thing he announced in a whisper the only thing i heard was father mouthing words like painless untarnished peaceful and uncle shouting get out of here you bloodsucker didn't you hear anything about the will i think there was something said about it but i couldn't make it out father shut the door entirely too tight granny only a buzzing came through and then suddenly uncle yelled get get out well then i took to my heels and here i am if only the orphans were given anxiously thought arina petrovna if father gets his hands on it granny he'll not give a thing to any one petenka assured her and i have a feeling he's even going to deprive us of the inheritance 
still he can't take it to the grave with him can he no but he'll think up some scheme it wasn't for nothing that he had a talk with the priest not long ago how does the idea of building a tower of babel strike you father he asked would one need much money well he just said that perhaps out of curiosity no granny he has some plan in mind if it isn't for a tower of babel he'll donate the money to the saint athos monastery but he'll make sure we don't get any will father get a big estate when uncle dies asked volodya curiously well god alone knows which of them will die first father is sure he'll outlive uncle the other day just as soon as we reached the boundary of the dubrovino estate he took off his cap crossed himself and said thank god we'll be riding again on our own land he's made arrangements for everything already granny he noticed the woods there he says if there were a good landlord that would be a ripping fine forest then he looked at the meadows what a meadow just look look at all those haystacks yes indeed both the woods and the meadows everything will be yours my darlings sighed arina petrovna goodness wasn't that a squeak on the stairs hush granny hush that's he like a thief in the night listening behind the doors there was a silence but it proved to be a false alarm arina petrovna sighed and muttered to herself ah children children the boys stared at the orphans fairly swallowing them with their gaze while the little orphans sat in silent envy did you see mademoiselle lotar cousin Potenka started a conversation anninka and lubinka exchanged glances as if they had been asked a question in history or geography in fair helen she plays the part of helen on the stage oh yes helen paris beautiful and young he set the hearts of the goddesses aflame i know i know it cried lubinka joyfully exactly and how she sings cascader cascader it's great the doctor who was just here keeps humming head over heels that is liadova's song wasn't she splendid cousin when she died nearly two thousand persons followed the hearse people thought there would be a revolution is it about theatres you're chattering broke in arina petrovna well their destiny lies far from theatres my boys it leads rather to the convent granny you've set your mind on burying us in a convent complained aninka come cousin let's go to st petersburg instead of to a convent we'll show you everything to be seen there their minds should not be occupied with thoughts of pleasure but rather with thoughts of god continued arina petrovna sententiously we will teach you everything under the sun in st petersburg there are lots of girls like you they walk about swinging their skirts stop bothering them for christ's sake you teachers arina petrovna interjected nice things you can teach them i'm going to take them to kokkov after uncle pavel's death and we'll settle down comfortably there so you're still at your blabbing a voice at the door suddenly broke in engrossed in conversation nobody had heard yudushka steal up like a thief in the night he was all in tears his head was bowed his face pale his hands crossed on his breast his lips mumbling in prayer for a few moments his eyes sought the icons then found them and for a brief while he prayed he's very ill ah how ill he is he finally exclaimed embracing his mother dear is he very very ill dear heart and do you recollect what a strong fellow he was well he was never exactly strong i can't remember that somehow ah no mother dear don't say that 
he was always i remember perfectly when he left the cadets corps how well shaped he was broad-shouldered glowing with health yes yes mother dear that's how it is we're all in god's hands today we're strong in the best of health we want to enjoy life to have a good meal and tomorrow he shrugged his shoulders and assumed deep emotion did he say anything at least very little dearest the only thing he said was good-bye brother and yet mother dear he can feel he feels that he is in a bad way well no wonder he feels he is in a bad way when he can hardly catch his breath no mother dear that's not what i mean i have in mind the inner vision which is given to the righteous and which allows them to foresee their death yes yes didn't he say anything about his will no mother he wanted to say something about it but i stopped him no i said don't talk about that whatever you leave me brother out of the kindness of your heart i shall be satisfied and even if you leave me nothing i'll have mass said for you at my own expense and yet mother dear how he wants to live how he longs for life well, of course who doesn't want to live no mother take myself for example if it pleased the lord god to call me to himself i'm ready on the spot all well and good if you go to heaven but what if satan gets you between his fangs in this vein the talk continued till supper during supper and after supper arina petrovna was very restless while yudushka was expatiating on various subjects the thought entered her mind at shorter and shorter intervals what if i should really curse him but yudushka had not the slightest suspicion of the storm raging in his mother's heart he had an air of serenity and continued slowly and gently to torture his mother dear with his endless twaddle i'll curse him i'll curse him curse him arina petrovna repeated inwardly with greater and greater determination end of book two chapter six recording by expatriate in bangor maine